ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers. Welcome back to Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. You can find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore mh. Once again, that's hey underscore underscore mh. I got to thank you for tuning in another week of Fantasy Fever. Wherever you may be listening to your podcast, thank you. Um, as well as any other podcast, we the DMB Sports Network has a lot of different podcasts besides uh, this one that you're listening to right now. Um, the NBA Quick Report, Mike and Jalen has anything NBA basketball that you need. Uh, also, uh, one of my favorites is It's About Time DC. Kind of gives a recap every week of what's going and going on in DC sports. Uh, right now, the Washington Redskins, number one in the, in the NFC East. Um, I'm sure these guys over there uh, are enjoying this, and they're going to enjoy talking about it each each week from here on forward. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they. I I know for a fact that they thought the Redskins were going to find a way to blow that game against the Cowboys, but um, they came they came through and and found a way to win that game. I don't know if it's so much that or if the Cowboys found a way to blow the game, just like the Cowboys always do. But, that again, these, uh, these podcasts are available on DM, uh, dmvsportsnetwork.com where we have all sports – all DC sports, fantasy sports, any kind of sport that you want on DMV sportsnetwork.com. So it's uh, week eight, week eight of the NFL season, week eight of the fantasy football season. Uh, it's getting closer and closer to playoff time for fantasy football. I want to say most fantasy leagues uh, playoff season starts in uh, the t- uh, week 12. I'm not 100% sure on that, so don't quote me on that. Um, but it's, it's, it's around that time where you're going to start needing to stack up wins to, uh, to actually get in the playoffs or, you know play in the consolation bracket which uh you know that's not really what most people get in the game for because the consolation bracket doesn't win anything wins you a trip to the off season or just watching football on Sundays for leisure and not fantasy football purposes okay so the playoffs and most leagues is going to start in week 14. So we're a little bit more than halfway through. Uh, we have about one, two, three, four, five, six weeks left. If you want to make the playoffs in the next six weeks, you need to go at least four and two, depending on your record. If you're 0-7 right now, you need not to lose again this season. If you're 2-5, all you need to do is go 4-2. and two. 
Maybe not. Yeah, if you're two and five, you want to go five and one. But this is just guesstimating. Um, you know, it, it's still a chance for everybody. The way I look at it, if you're staying kind of in the middle of the road, um, at least around five hundred, four and four, or or three and four, or four and three, uh, that's that's right where you want to be, kind of in the middle of the road. Um, the biggest thing, you don't want to be first and you don't want to be dead last. Because if you're first, you're you're kind of not really having getting the chance to improve your team each week. Most people have a chance to improve their team each week by just waiver wire pickups. If you're number one, you're, you're basically rolling with the team that you came in the draft with, that you drafted. So... I hope you draft it well. If you're number one, undefeated, all the above. Usually those teams get kicked out of the playoffs fast unless their talent is just superior to everybody else's. Which is it's not a hundred percent likely, but you know, shit happens. Um so the best best place to be is the the middle of the pack. That way, you know, you're not sucking, but you you, you got a playoff spot locked down. I mean, you, you typically want to, to me, I, I feel like you want to be around fourth, fifth, or sixth in like a 12-person league. You know, you stick around fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh. That way you're, you're in the playoffs. You're not last in the playoffs, so you don't have to play the number one seed. So, you, you know, you got a, you got a good situation lined up. But it's still, it's, it's getting towards the time where it's time to start panicking. But, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't panic yet. I think one of my leagues, I'm, I'm a horrible two and, uh, two and three, two and four. What am I? Was it week seven? Week eight? Yeah, I'm, I'm two and four. So, but I'm, I'm not doing well in the league. And and the funny thing, I lose every match by by three to five points. So the team is 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 good. I just can't win. I don't I don't really understand what it is. I, I lost the other day, one sixty seven point two eight to one seventy two point nine six. You know, a couple points, and and I lost. And you know what killed me? Goddamn Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman with that late touchdown destroyed my hopes of winning this match. So now I'm two and five, sitting in eleventh place out of twelve. You know? Am I in a good place? And I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic about it. You know, I'm, the reason I'm optimistic about it is because this is how it's setting up. I'm in 11th place, but every team before me is three and four. It's one, two, three, four, five, five, three and four teams ahead of me. And I've outscored each of those teams. So say I win this week, I'm three and three and five. 
And these teams are also 3-5. and five, But I've outscored all of these teams. So I go to 3-5 and five this week. And that automatically puts me in 6th place in the playoffs. So I'm not quite panicking yet. But, you know, um, I'm okay in this league. I feel like I'm okay. I got a good team. Uh, my team consists of Tom Brady at quarterback. I just traded for Kerryon Johnson, Sterling Shepard, and and David Johnson. Don't ask how I finessed those trades, but I did. Um, I think I also just finessed a trade for uh, it's still on the board, but the trade is for Hopkins from Houston. So we'll see how that goes. You know, we can we can pick up Hopkins. We're in a good spot. You know, I got Brady, I got David Johnson, I got Zeke Elliott. Hopefully, Jordan Howard finally shows the fuck up. But who knows what's gonna happen with that situation? Um. So I'm not quite panicking in this league. I do believe that I can make at least make the playoffs. And my goal every year is to get in the playoffs. If I can get in the playoffs, I can make noise. I can win three games straight if I get in the playoffs. So that's always my goal, just to get in the tournament. And I'm not talking about consolation, consolation brackets. We're talking about playoffs for the chip every season. All you want to do is get into the tournament. If you can get into the tournament, you can make some noise. And that's my goal right now, is to make some noise. So, this past week, um, this past weekend, you, it was uh, some good matchups. Uh, one of the better matchups was the Washington-Dallas game. Um, a late turnover kind of put the Cowboys uh, down by 10 points so they kind of hosed themselves on that it was a good game uh, wasn't a great game the Cowboys are going to get better because they just traded for Amari Cooper of the Oakland Raiders so this that's going to that's going to be good for Dak Prescott you know we're going to see if, what he can really do when he has real targets around him and you know he has a number one running back has a great offensive line, um, and he has a good wide receiver now that he can throw to. So it's, it's time for Dak to stand up. If you're a Dak Prescott owner in a fantasy league, be happy. You know, be happy he has somebody to throw to now, and there's there's no, no more excuses. So if you have Dak Prescott, I think he's going to be really good down the stretch because he's going to be – he's going to give you some of that dual threat action. So, look forward to that. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes thing uh, this past week against the Cincinnati Bengals, who I really like this week. Um, but Patrick Mahomes continue to kill the league. The Rams continues to kill the league, and the Patriots continues to kind of fly under under the radar with the thirty-eight modest thirty-eight thirty-one. Uh, win over Chicago Bears, you know, a game, the scoreboard really isn't a dichotomy of that game, um, it, it, 
it was it was kind of a weird game. Mitchell Trubisky had 81 yards and then 300 yards passing, which a, a big bulk of them was to his tight end Trey Burton. In the first half, he I think it was at a point he he had like two out of ten passes. He was just getting a bunch of he was picking up a bunch of BS first downs with with his legs, but he wasn't really making anything happen with his arms. But it's 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 kind of funny to see his stat line for that game. This, this kid had 333 yards passing, and he could barely get a down pass off, or he could he could barely read the coverage good enough to get the pass to uh, to his receiver. So um, him throwing to Trey Burton was probably the easiest target because he was wide open down the field most of the most of the game. So. Um, with Chicago, I, I continue to not know what they're trying to do with Jordan Howard. I honestly believe that they are trying to trade him this week at some point. We'll see. But uh, this is actually the last week. The trade deadline is next week. Um, I want to say it's Tuesday at 4 Eastern, the trade deadline is. So keep an eye on that. Um, trades are happening Almost seems like every day now. Uh, Eli Apple got traded today. A uh, cornerback for the New York Giants got traded to New not New England, but um, cornerback for the New York Giants Giants got traded to the Saints for a couple late round picks. But that's gonna help bolster that defense up and shore it up. Um, one tough thing about them, they got some tough matchups out there in the NFC. Um, you got Cam Newton, you got Jared Goff and that crazy offense. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how that how the New Orleans Saints defense will pair up with a lot of these teams in the NFC. And we're gonna get a uh, preview of that this week when they play Minnesota Vikings, which will be a dandy that I can't wait for. It's going to be an absolute dandy of a matchup. But um, that's uh, pretty much week seven in a nutshell. It was kind of a, it wasn't overly exciting. It wasn't overly bad. It had some interesting points to it. Um, oh, here's another storyline. Le'Veon Bell still hasn't showed up to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I, I one or two things is gonna happen. Either he's gonna get traded, or he's gonna show up for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're gonna tear up the league the last half of the season in in November, December, and January, which is why they're still my Super Bowl pick. Um, they got picked the Steelers and the Saints for the Super Bowl not sure but I feel like Steelers are too good not to make the playoffs or not to make the Super Bowl the last couple of years their offense is insane so uh, today's show is going to be pretty short I'm going to be traveling here for the next couple of weeks so uh this show is going to be a little short, but I'm going to try to get to get you as much information as possible, starting with my waiver wire pickups next. So, as you tune in to Fantasy Fever with Marcus Hemingway, 
please don't forget to check out the DMV Sports Network.com. Again, that's DMV Sports Network.com. And this is the home for all DC sports as well as any other sports that these guys want to talk about. It's a very good group of guys who got together, guys and gals, I must add got together and they said hey we all want to talk sports what do you like to talk i like to talk basketball what do you like to talk i like to talk football what about you marcus oh man i love to talk fantasy football so we all got together and you know we came up with this the dmv sports network and you know it's it's been really good so far uh just kind of putting out information every day to inform the masses about DC Sports and anything outside of DC Sports. Please check us out, dmvsportsnetwork.com, as well as follow us on Twitter at dmv underscore sn. dmv underscore sn. And also, if you have any questions for Marcus Hemingway, for uh, any fantasy questions for him, please. Follow on Twitter at hey underscore underscore mh, or you can email them at janisviews at gmail.com. This week's waiver wire, uh, last couple weeks actually, has been a little disappointing. Um, not a lot of players on there to really pick up. But not bad players. At this point, you're doing fine-tuning of your roster to get it up to par and ready for the playoffs, and the waiver wire is going to help you out with that. So a couple names that I have on this week's waiver wire pickups and something I've been doing, you're going to hear names that should have been drafted super early and probably was drafted super early, but they didn't do anything so owners drop them so let's hit it right into it um, Michael Roberts tight end for the Detroit Lions he um, kind of came out of nowhere this past week uh, against the Miami Dolphins he came in with two touchdowns um, this this team is uh, has great wide receivers You've got Kenny Galladay uh, Marvin Jones Jr. and Golden Tate, but you don't really hear much about the tight ends. I know Eric Ebron was there the last couple years, but they got rid of him. He's in Indianapolis now. Now you have uh, this new guy, Michael Roberts. He's uh, He is a rookie, so um, keep an eye on him. You know, I'm not sure if he's going to have this consistency of two touchdowns each week, but um, keep an eye on him. Uh, he's he's headed to passing Luke Wilson on the depth chart, so that that's a plus for him. Only th- bad thing about Roberts right now is uh, he has some knee issues that he's been dealing with all year long. So keep an eye on that as well if he becomes a pickup for you this week. And with the tight end field, it's not really a great field this year because of injuries and a couple other things. I do recommend giving Michael Roberts a look if you need a tight end. Uh, since we're talking about Michaels right now, let's talk about Michael Gallup for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he's kind of been 
trending upward the last couple weeks for the Cowboys. The offense there is just, it's not very explosive. Dak seems to be falling back into his old ways and not really taking chances and stuff like that. And just kind of, you know, the offense is just, you want to be frank, it's, it's, it's boring as shit. So it's like watching paint dry. The offense is boring. Even Zeke isn't having a great year. So, but with Michael Gallup, he's starting to pick up pick up production here. Um, this past week, he had three receptions and 81 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, he's he's starting to do well. And with the addition of Amari Cooper during the bye week, they could uh, help free up some of all this coverage that Gallup is getting. And it's definitely going to help out, like, Gallup and Beasley in the future for the Cowboys. So I think Gallup would be a good pickup opposite of Amari Cooper. Uh, one guy is, is kind of in limbo right now is Devontae Parker. Uh, a trade seems like is definitely imminent for him. He... He hasn't really played much this year. Um, however, it looks like he may be sprung into action this week because the Dolphins are down, I think, two or three receivers. I know Albert Wilson, who popped really loud last week with 155 yards and yada, 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 talking about he was the best uh, yards after catch receiver in the league, and now he's probably headed to the IR with the hip issue. He's not going to need surgery, but more than likely he's going to be put on IR for the rest of the season. That's Albert Wilson. Um, Kenny Stills is having some issues. So, yeah, Devontae Parker may be sprung into action this week. Uh, look look for that. Parker should be on your waiver wire because, again, he, ha- he really hasn't done much for anybody this year especially that Dolphins team. It seems as if he really wants to be out of Miami. Said no man ever. It's a uh, beautiful place. A lot of sin in Miami. I actually like Delray Beach myself. Um, Had a friend that used to stay down there, and Delray Beach was a uh, pretty nice place. Uh, I, I enjoyed that place a lot. Um, one of my guys lived down there, but um, didn't really care for Miami. Uh, it's, it's definitely a to each his own type of thing. Delray Beach was more my speed versus Miami. So uh, Devontae Parker seems like he wants out, and he may get his wish, but he will be playing. He'll be on full display for anybody. It seems like he will be on full display for anybody who decides they want to take a chance with a trade for like a third-round pick this week on Thursday Night Football. Next, we have Jalen Richard and Doug Martin. Why are they on the waiver wire pickups? Well, it seems as if Marshawn Lynch is having... They call it a groin, but I want to say it's more of a core issue. He has a torn muscle in his core. 
we want to say. I don't know 100% sure that's almost a HIPAA violation, so I'm not going to get into any other man's medical background. But um, he's going to be, he's headed to IR. Uh, so late last week, they the Raiders announced that, and that's when Jalen Richard and Doug Martin, who are probably scooped up already off your waiver wire, but um, they, they, they became very important. It's looking like Jalen Richard is going to be the PPR guy catching passes out of the backfield. And Doug Martin's going to be pretty much the short yardage slash every down back for them, except third down, first and second down back for the Raiders. And short down, short down, short yard, short yardage back for them. Um, nobody really knows until the Raiders step back on the field this week against. I want to say the Colts they play uh, should be an interesting game. You have two terrible teams, one team that seems to be tanking it. However, it also may seem like the Colts may be tanking too. So this week's game in Oakland is going to be who's going to tank worse, the Colts or the Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, we're going to see who's going to tank the worst. But definitely, if you're in a PPR league, pick up Jalen Richard. He's going to catch a lot of passes out of the back backfield. And Doug Martin's going to be a the bruiser. The biggest thing with him is just staying healthy. Uh, he hasn't played a lot of downs this year. And I don't think he played a lot last year for the when he was with the Bucks. So keep an eye out there on that. Um, one of my favorite pickups this week was Traquan Smith for the New Orleans Saints. Again, another uh, late week uh, development. Uh, he got placed on injured reserve with an injury. And uh, this was great news for Traquan Smith, uh, who seemed to have seen a snap increase in the past couple weeks. Went from 26 to a career high last week, 52 snaps. And... Uh, this is with the 52 snaps is going to help him. It's also going to help Drew Brees get more comfortable with him. The more he's getting snaps, the more comfortable he'll be with Drew Brees. So Drew Brees will start looking his way more and more. And it seems like teams will more than likely start focusing a, a lot more attention to Michael Thomas since he's having an outstanding year. So. Uh, this could be good for Traquan Smith, you know. Uh, he'll be wide open because most teams will be focused on Michael Thomas, who's just kind of killing it right now. Um, I like what he's doing. I mean, I still wouldn't have picked and used the early uh, pick for him, but he's having a really good year. He's 53 receptions, four touchdowns, and 588 yards. Uh, just out, outstanding year right now for Michael Thomas. But that, that bodes well for Traquan Smith because all the attention isn't on him. That gives him the opportunity to run out of the slot. And uh, Cameron Meredith, who's a former Bears wide receiver, is opposite of Michael Thomas. So that puts Traquan Smith in the running routes out of the slot. So you could see uh, you could see an increase in production by 
Traquan Smith over the next couple weeks as he gets acclimated with Drew Brees. So I say he's going to be a good little pickup, good quiet pickup for anybody to either stash on the bench or have them on your have them in your starting lineup if you're desperate. And there's a lot of bye weeks going on, so you may be desperate. Um, and one more of my favorites this week, favorite waiver wire pickups, is going to be Jordy Nelson. So somebody had to take over all five of the targets per game that Amari Cooper was getting. And who better than Jordy Nelson? Nice veteran receiver for Derek Carter to throw to. Let's see if he still has some gas in the tank. You know, I picked him up in two out of eight of my leagues. And I think, you know, um, I think he, he's going to be a good pickup for me. Um, I'm hoping that he has, he's, he has a good rapport with Derek Carr. And Derek can get him the ball. He had one game where he had a nice explosion for like 170-something yards. But, hell, the Raiders ain't did shit since. You know, they hadn't done shit since that win against Cleveland. I think they didn't want to lose against Cleveland because they didn't want to feel embarrassed. But, hell, you've been getting embarrassed the last couple of years. Even the year you you got in the playoffs, there's people looking at you like, are they going to fuck this up? Are they going to fuck this up? And, you know, they found a way to do it because Derek Carr got hurt. And we got, I want to say it was Connor Cook in the, in, the, in the playoff game. And they got destroyed. But that's not their fault that Derek got hurt. It's nobody's fault. And that is my waiver wire pickups of the week. I just wanted to be sure that you... Remember to check out dmvsportsnetwork.com. Once again, dmvsportsnetwork.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at dmv underscore sn. Unfortunately, like I said, this week will be cut just a little short. Because I got a pack to do a west to east coast trip. Not that you care what kind of trip I got to do. You just want the fantasy information. But uh, I will be cutting this week's show just a little short. Um, You know, we usually average around 45 minutes anyway. 45, 50 minutes anyway. Of me just blabbling. But, uh... It's going to be a little short this week. I just just have a lot of stuff going on. We, we travel doesn't make it any any easier. I'm recording this a little early on a Tuesday night. I usually record on a Wednesday. But I'm recording on a Tuesday night. So you'll get it. You'll get you'll get the information a little earlier this week. And um I actually may not finish editing it till tomorrow in the airport (laughs) so you probably get it around the same time I just recorded it on Tuesday instead of Wednesday but hey it's time for this week's sizzling six at the quarterback position this week I really 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 
really like. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I like Andy Dalton this week. Um, the Bengals have been embarrassed two weeks straight. Um, they they didn't really get embarrassed by the Pittsburgh Steelers, but hey, they talked all this crap. Oh, we're we're no longer the little brother. We're no longer the the, the little guy in the in the division, and they went out there and lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers again. So. And then they came out and just had a stinker on Sunday Night Football where they absolutely cannot win against any team. They had a stinker against the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, I think Andy Dawn's going to come out this week and have an outstanding game. And just so happens he, he gets the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who uh, – Frankly, they they suck on defense. Um, a lot of teams in that division, uh, except the Saints and the the uh, Panthers, they seem to be losing. They seem to be losing players each week, and um, the the Bucks cut their defensive coordinator last week, and and. And now they've lost some. I want to say they lost Quan Alexander. He's uh, yeah, they lost Quan Alexander for the season, which is bad. I think they lost him to an ACL. He was like the defensive captain for that team. So you know everything is setting up perfectly for Andy Dalton to come out and and have a great game. Which leads me to my next player in the Sizzling Six, uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is, honestly, he's turned into what Le'Veon Bell is, you know, for the Cincinnati Bengals, though. He's, he's turned into a three-down back. Uh, he'll, he'll run, he'll give you a hard-nosed run between the tackles. He'll give you a hard, nose, a hard run outside the tackles, and he'll catch the ball in space and, and make a move and pick up some extra yards. Uh, Joe Mixon is, is, he has definitely become a, a Le'Veon Bell type back. He's, he's kind of honestly a 1200, 600, 1200 rushing and 600 receiving type of back. And I think this week he's going to shred up the, uh, the underman Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Uh, another pick, did I like this week? Juju Smith-Schuster for the Pittsburgh Steelers. In week one, um, Juju ate really well against the Cleveland Browns with uh, five receptions and 119 yards receiving. And I think nothing will change this week. He's going to – because um, more than likely the little guy, what's his name for Cleveland? Joe Hayden. Is it Joe Hayden? Oh hell, I I can't remember. Whoever, well, Denzel Ward's gonna shadow. It's no it's Joe Hayden plays for the Steelers now, but Denzel Ward's gonna shadow Antonio Brown, which is gonna free up Juju to eat really, really good. Um, so I'm gonna go with Juju Smith-Schuster um, having an outstanding game for the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cleveland Browns this week. Uh, Jared Cook, tight end for the Oakland Raiders. Like I said earlier, those five receptions that Amari Cooper took up every week have to go to somebody. Um, Jared Cook has been having an outstanding season for Oakland Raiders this year. 
So I think this will continue, and he will he will snap an extra two receptions, and hopefully they're they're going to be goal line receptions, and he's going to pick up a touchdown with those two extra receptions um, that that were missing from Amari Cooper. So I look forward to seeing Jared Cook eat well this week against the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts aren't quite there on defense yet. Um, their front, their front line is pretty solid. They get a decent pass rush, but their back end is still need a little bit of work. Um, so I think Jared Cook will have his way, and frankly, Derek Carr feel more comfortably throwing to Jared Cook versus trying to get the ball down to his receivers. I'm sure if you've seen that stat today, uh, or may have not came out today, but it was a next generation stat. Uh, Amari Cooper, and I want to say it was like 60 or 50 percent of his routes, and I may be telling butchering this whole stat, but in 50 or 60 percent of his routes, he had three to five yards of separation from the defender versus no separation at all and then the quarterback trying to force it in there but quarterback's not even throwing it his way and he has three to five yard separation so i mean it's not all amari cooper while he while he was why he was sucking in oakland um it's a little bit of Derek Carr, a little bit of gruden a little bit of everything so i think amari's in everybody's in a better place now um but that's a whole nother conversation Jared Cook will get some some additional receptions this week because Amari because of Amari's absence. Um, Houston Texans defense on a short week. I think with the heist or Brock Eisweiler still starting for the Miami Dolphins on a short week. Um, Frank Gore can't recover that fast. Uh, Kenyon Drake probably get the bulk of the carries there, which he's been getting all season. But, however, it's two wide receivers out for the Miami Dolphins. They're walking in there. They're limping into Houston. This is the perfect night for a home defense to eat up an offense that's injured, that's hobbled. So, um, I think Brock Osweiler, it'll be a massacre similar to what the – the Denver Broncos did to the Arizona Cardinals last week on Thursday Night Football. Houston Texans very good defensive play this week. And one of my favorite kickers in the league is uh, Matt Prater. He's going to have a good week. In a, uh, this is actually going to be a pretty entertaining game. Seattle at Detroit. Uh, Matt Prater always kicks really well at home. It's inside. Uh, no wind. And he can get you. He can get you up to 60, 63 yards on a field goal. So look for Matt Prater to come out and have a good game for the Detroit Lions. And that's my sizzling six for Week Eight. Please play one one of those six players if they're on your team. If all six of them are on your team, you should start all six of them. Like I say, guys, um, I'm going to have to cut it short this week. I apologize. Um, 
it, I'm sure it's plenty more information. The week is still young. Uh, everybody returns to practice tomorrow except for the two teams that played on Thursday night football, which is the uh, Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins. Um, so, you know, um, make sure you have all your players in. Um, a couple people may have missed out on the bye, not the bye week, but the London game last week. It was the Chargers and the Tennessee Titans, and they played super early, and a lot of people forgot to check their lineups. And uh, the news came down about Melvin Gordon being out with the hamstring situation. So, um, you know, just check your lineups and make sure you have all the right players in. Uh, do know Atlanta, Dallas, Tennessee, and Los Angeles Chargers are all on bye weeks this week. You got New England at Buffalo for the Monday night game. The Buffalo, um, what do you call them, the Buffalo Mafia or, or the Bills Mafia or some shit like that. They'll probably be in full suit on Monday, throwing each other through tables like it's the old ECW days. Um, <laughs> those guys are nuts, man, the, the Buffalo fans. those If you don't know what I'm talking about, check them out on YouTube. They're absolutely nuts. And what they do is they just, you know, it doesn't matter. Children, women, dogs doesn't matter they're going through a table and they literally put these people through a table and lose it when somebody goes to the table it, it's an interesting sight to see and if you get a chance check it out on youtube but uh that's that's your monday night game sunday night football is going to be a treat you got the new orleans saints at the minnesota vikings um the the New Orleans Saints blew that game last year with uh, blown coverage against Stephon Diggs. And, you know, so that should be a good game. And I think New Orleans will come out and, and probably put it on them. So it'll be an interesting game to watch. It's going to be a lot, a lot of good football this week, you know. Again, don't panic quite yet if you're if – you're team is not really close if you're two two and five don't panic you got time you got time um if you're if you're owing owing seven it may be about that time to start panicking or 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 like i said last week you just gotta try something different and, you know and that's and that's what i've done the last couple of weeks i've just been throwing a bunch of trades out there seeing what i can get and, and you, at this point, you just have to try try different things. But you know, I got I got two wins. I'm I'm in a good place. I feel like I feel like I can rip off at least four wins straight, and that's the goal. You want to get you want to get to a position where you can win a bunch of close games, and and vault yourself into the playoffs. And you know, you'll you'll make it. You'll make it. So don't give up. That's the worst thing you can do. It's too much good goddamn football to watch. And it comes on every Sunday. And you don't want to be the one that say, oh, no, I don't do fantasy football anymore. Because, you know, I was 0-7 and I was sucking. Well, what's the point of quitting? 
You know, don't be a quitter. I mean, you just quitting. I mean, best thing you can do is I remember my first season playing fantasy football. I, I think I lost. I think I was 0 and 7 or something like that. And then I got the hang of it, and it was much more funner to me. It was much more funner because I was enjoying actually winning. I mean, everybody fucking enjoys enjoys winning. But once you understand of where to put players, understand the scoring process, and that's the biggest thing with um, why I'm losing in a couple of my leagues. I just don't understand. That I hadn't understood the scoring, so I didn't draft accordingly. I mean, if you have a league that's for wide receivers, that's wide receiver dominant, then you need to get elite. You need to draft fucking receivers, you know. I drafted running backs, and and running backs isn't even the points hog in this league. So, you know, I'm not trying to make excuses or whatever, but, you know, these are things that you have to think about when you're joining new leagues or whatever you're doing. But, again, guys, uh, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I appreciate you tweeting me and letting me know who you want to start and who you think you want to start and uh just keep 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 the questions coming um i I love to answer the questions if i can't answer them i try to retweet it and see if any of my peers can answer the questions and a lot of times it just becomes one good discussion one big discussion and like i was a young lady who um, she tweeted me yesterday saying what she should do with uh, she got two quarterbacks Phillip Rivers and Deshaun Watson and she just wanted to know which one should she drop I said wait a minute wait wait, wait a minute what, what do you mean drop as in put off your team and she was like yeah I just you know I want to pick up some other players out the waiver wire and okay so don't drop Phillip Rivers or Deshaun Watson these are two potential top five quarterbacks you know you don't just drop these guys so i mean it, it ended a conversation got the young lady to go ahead and start trying to find some trade offerings if, to see what she can get you know you can just throw them out there and say hey quarterback for a, a wide receiver two you know a wide receiver one and a half get something don't just don't just dump Deshaun Watson or Phillip Rivers. By the way, I I honestly said keep Phillip Rivers and drop Deshaun if you want to just drop somebody, but I think Phillip Rivers is the better play right now. Um, Deshaun Watson's offensive line is going to get him killed. When you're taking bus rides home from Jacksonville, Florida, Houston, Texas, uh, because you're scared you're going to – you're injuries are going to swell up then your offensive line isn't doing something right but thanks again for the questions i I enjoy answering the questions once again ladies and gentlemen boys and girls all fantasy football lovers thank you for tuning in to fantasy fever with me marcus hemingway Find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore MH. 
or you can email me at janisfuse at gmail.com all questions are allowed whatever you feel like you can ask me if you if you want to try to stop me try to stop me thank you for tuning in to wherever you get your podcast from also check out dmvsportsnetwork.com